brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing and obviously we've been sipping already. As always we are the best thing on at 2am. This is a one hour show that's somewhat entertaining for nearly 20 minutes and there's not one of you at this table that wouldn't give a kidney to always be entertaining for at least 20 minutes if you know what I mean. We're looking at you Arm. I was, it was an hour and 20 seconds of daylight savings. Of you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I, 20 seconds. Got, got 20 my extra seconds. Hour yeah. Time change. Clock change, baby. 20 seconds because you were going like, ah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> took him 18, take his shoes off. We are still banned in seven states. <laughs> and after, shoes off? after that last comment, we're likely banned in a lot more. This Roll is, Tide. This is Made Mad Bob. Joining me today, our Made Mad Brent. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm, uh, it was exciting to uh, have to use the skis to get up to the basement today. Well, it's blisteringly cold here in sunny South Florida. <laughs> Made man, Maury. Good morning, Bob. I love the theme today. It gives new meaning to the words Rocky Mountain High in the basement. Don't stop. Look, the guy who writes the special cards here in Florida shouldn't be talking about stuff like that. Good old boy, mm-hmm. Justin. Good morning, Bob. <laughs> That's all he's got. <laughs> And so good old boy Harmy got my line. He's so wordy. <laughs> and good old boy Harmy, that being how, you. How did you get the basement up on the slopes? I well, love it. It's tough. It's tough, yeah. <laughs> it's my lair. It's like I'm you're a Bond lair. villain. This is, you, this I have my basement lair, on the top of the mountain. That's where me and Blofeld live, so. <laughs> I'm glad you put all these uh, bottles on snow. Well, we try. Mm-hmm. Maury, Brent, and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. weed. <laughs> The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. Our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and all of their tasting events, visit us at ftlws.com Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits Cooper City, Florida, home of the Enomatic Machine, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net or where else? Uh, www.facebook.com slash finespirits Okay then. Also, we have the largest whiskey selection in the state of Florida, by, by the way. Just in case you're wondering. He has problems with size differentiation. He says there are other things that are the largest in the Let state Let me tell you something. And he's we make, all know that that ain't true. He's making up for if something. You measure from, oh, sorry. If you measure from the length of the display of the, of the shelf. No, not really. We have five, over 500 whiskeys, man. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody got 500 whiskeys in Florida. He also married a woman with freakishly small have, hands. Let's I just say he has size issues. Um, and, and freakishly large How many whiskeys do they have at that new place? Freakishly large breasts. Five star. Yeah. 
Our sip oh, we've segments. already we've already gone off the rails. I'm sorry. Our sip segments are all about <laughs> wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. And today's show is a distiller's takeover with whiskeys from Distillery 291 out of Colorado. So, and here's the whiskeys. Colorado, I know all of you want to puke. I know it's John Remember that old joke? I wanted to go buy a cassette tape, and uh, you know the blank tape was two dollars, and the John Denver tape, and the bin was one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just record over it. <laughs> All right. Here's the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today: the 291 Barrel Proof Colorado whiskey, the 291 Barrel Proof Colorado Bourbon whiskey, 291 Bad Guy Colorado Bourbon whiskey, and then we have the E Colorado whiskey batch number one, the E Colorado whiskey batch number two. And the E Colorado whiskey batch number three. Look at that, like all in a row. All right, so we're gonna have Harm tell us all about our sips ratings if we can get him off his phone. I'm not on my phone, man. I'm telling you, this is this is a uh, computer. It's mm-hmm. a handheld computer mm-hmm. that I carry with me. Yeah, so you and can, it's like a it's it's like a tricorder. Yeah, you download Czechoslovakia. It's a, a tricorder. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Spock. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So. Um, we uh, we give our our whiskeys uh, our signature sips ratings to you know designate how we feel about them, and uh, you know as a as a man who's been visiting Colorado lately and you know been partaking of their whiskeys and uh, other you know what do you call that stuff the, uh, whatever you know we got like that uh, uh, sips ratings one sip uh, give me a glass of water man I need to wash out my mouth. That is like the worst Spicoli I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yep. I don't know what this Spicoli is. Spicoli. Um, two sips. Let me see your passport. I don't nice. think What else you got? Well, isn't that nice? And uh, three sips. Hmm. Interesting. Look at my hand. What was that again? Interesting. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. (laughs) My hands, man. They're so cool. (laughs) They're mirror images. (laughs) My hands are... My hands are enantiomers. This is like the worst Cheech and Chong. Oh, my God. God. Tommy Chong sitting there banging his head against a desk right now. Well, uh, after three comes four sips. Uh, let's keep this one a secret to ourselves. <laughs> he jumped the gun on the Yeah, I'm getting tired. <laughs> yeah, let's really... keep moving. Yeah. Keep let's moving keep along. this a secret to ourselves. Oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's five, and we're moving on. Okay, Brett, tell us, take it away. All right, Brett, tell us a little bit about Del- uh, Distillery 291. Oh, I'm happy to get off the hand subject. Yeah, good <laughs> Okay, Distillery 291 is located in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and established by Michael Myers, who was, yeah, who was a former... Where's your music for that, Bob? (laughs) What music? (laughs) I don't hear any music. (laughs) Still creeped out. Oh, wait, that's not in my head? (laughs) No, not not anymore. You mean, I'm not just being paranoid? Yeah. But uh, I hear Ma- that every time I get in the car and drive. <laughs> but Ma- yeah, Michael Myers was a—he was a former fashion photographer in New York City, and when the events on 9/11 unfolded, Mr. Myers found that his home, which was located only three blocks from Ground Zero, was uninhabitable, 
and so he moved his family to Colorado Springs to be near relatives. After several years of commuting back and forth from uh, his home there in New York, he decided to look for a new career that could keep him closer to home. It was at this time he became interested in distilling as a possible career, and after a lot of study on the subject, he opened his distillery and distilled his first batch of whiskey on 9-11-2011. Which meant he probably went and drank a lot of whiskey. Yeah, you know, so... I feel like this man might be a little bit scarred. You know, yeah. There's issues here. But they Mm -hmm. began uh, distilling using an IPA beer wash produced by Bristol Brewing Company, and unhappy with the results, came up with the idea to boil off the alcohol from a batch and then mash up a portion of the remaining spillage into the next batch of distiller's beer to add a consistency to the whiskey. The new make... Would that be the sour mash process? That's the sour mash. Yeah. Well, no, sour mash is when you take a batch after you've done it it. and run the whiskey and then run back in. They're just boiling it down. They're not distilling it. But that noise you hear in the background is Michael Myers entering the building. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The new make spirit is aged in 10-gallon charred oak barrels, so it's a smaller barrel than what we're what we're used to normally, but it's uh, aged for it's approximately one year. It's smaller than my gas tank. Well, a lot of a lot of the new distilleries do it in small barrels. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, it's I don't, balconies. You know, right? The war day at a building with 10,000 10 and 15 gallon barrels. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's not for the traditional the, your main distilleries of what they're using, but. Uh, but it's, for, it's aged for approximately one year, and then the barrel is opened and toasted with aspen staves are inserted for several weeks. So they take a... Wait a minute. It's opened and toasted with that? No, no. No, it's toasted aspen staves. It's opened and then toasted aspen staves are inserted for several weeks to give it another, to add an on a little flavor. And then the barrel is left open to allow oxygen into the barrel before the whiskey is bottled. There you go. All right, well, close to that. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. We appreciate that. Yeah, we put this script in <laughs> really was, big print from now on. <laughs> we were... And that script's across we, the room. We should just stop, uh, you know, <laughs> partaking in Colorado stuff. All right, we're going to have Justin tell us about the first whiskey. So this one is 291 Barrel Proof Colorado Whiskey. It's 67.3% alcohol by volume. This is a rye whiskey made from a mash of 61% malted rye and 39% corn. Aged for less than two years in a new charred 10-gallon American white oak barrel and finished with toasted aspen staves. That's what I tried to say. He read it better than you did. <laughs> now, when I first tried this whiskey right out of the bottle, it was awful. But I let it breathe, and it got a lot better. So I'm just going to give you the notes from when it got a lot better. It it definitely had uh, the high malt content in there, and you could definitely tell that it was a low corn whiskey. And um, I gave it two sips. It, every color of all these Colorado whiskeys are this dark brown, and they're very uniform. I don't know how they did that, but. Um, for young whiskey, it's not. It's Whoa, not isn't that nice? <laughs> Bob, Bob just, good old boy Bob just found the button. <laughs> to trying to figure out what you guys are up to, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, let me say. Let me say. Maury, this. what do you got? I love the color. It's a beautiful you mahogany even color. Born with the sense God gave the common dog. 
Thank you. Where did you get that one? It's got a spectacular nose. The two of you can figure out which one that was aimed at. I don't really care. It's got a spectacular nose. I really like the nose on this whiskey. And uh, I could talk about it later. I could smoke it all. Tell me later. (laughs) We're talking about whiskey from Distillery 291 out of Colorado. So uh, Maury was starting to tell us what he thought when we went into commercial break. So thank you, Bob. I was saying how much I love the nose. I think the nose has lots and lots of promise. It's uh, just delicious and delightful. I love the color. On the palate, I felt to be uh, spicy, a little bit on the young side, well put together, well made. Um, I love the fact that it's uh, bottled to barrel proof. Again, uh, 67.3% ABV. Uh, fantastic first offering. I think it's very well made. I give it solid two sips. All right. Well, isn't that nice? Yes. What do you think, Mr. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Brad? <laughs> yeah, the, that's the one thing about this is the nose is is more promising than the actual flavor, and that's what... And I think that's what uh, Maury was getting at I a little like bit. strawberries. You ever know strawberries? They seem all awesome in the halftime you eat them, and they're not all that great. They yes. smell yeah. better than they taste. Yeah. Well, I mean, this has a great sweetness to it. There's, on the nose, a cherry, pomegranate, and everything. But then the flavor falls. It's a little bit flat. It just, it just leaves you wanting more. And I think that comes from the 10-gallon barrels. I think if they would have used the, the regular-sized barrels and let it age a little bit longer that you know it would, it would smooth out a little bit more but you know i uh, I, I see the promise in this I, it's I, I enjoy it but i'm just going to give this a uh a two sips i want to add well, one, isn't that nice? something to this uh there is a little sticker on the bottle nope <laughs> no no <what>? no you can't <laughs> add it you didn't ask say it sir may i add something no say it mother may i mother may i okay okay uh, this bottle was entered at the uh, Breckenridge Craft Spirits Festival, and it did win the People's Choice Award in 2014, 15, and 2016. But they're in Colorado, and you know, so who else was in the Breckenridge? It was Colorado the best of Colorado. Thing? Okay, so it was Breckenridge and them, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's like the best Cabernet Sauvignon out of Florida. Okay, awesome. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, the finest champagne from Lower Alabama. Okay. You are a cynical bastard. Yes, I am. So what do you Look have to say, Mr. Bitter today? Mr. Bitter? No, no, I'm going lost. I'm going lost. You guys do. You, As you, well you should. It's because I'm brown. I'm in the back of the show. Back of the bus. No, it's just because you're Sorry. a doink. But, you a know. doink, yeah. All right. I thought it was the vodka shirt. I'm, no, I'm wearing a yeah. I'm wearing a vodka shirt today. Shame on you. No, I, I I definitely agree with the guys. the The nose on it is is definitely much better than the palate. Isn't it so promising? The nose. I mean, the nose on it is absolutely lovely. Oh, I mean, oh my gosh! It's, it's you know, like, uh, and it's not it's not it's, um you know when you taste it, it's not like you taste it and it just you know that it's like doesn't it, it's just it's not there. You don't get the flavors of what you're smelling. Right, it's or maybe yeah. you, you do, but it's just so muted. You know, it's uh, you know the palate is definitely not living up to the promise of the nose. Yeah, and like I don't know if I don't know if a bigger barrel is going to fix that. I don't know if more time in the small barrel is going to fix. I don't know, but uh, yeah. if they can, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if they can even come close to matching the palate with the nose, man, they got a winner. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my gosh, that's just it. You know, you're 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 nosing it, and it's just like I can't wait to get into yeah. this, and then you're like, oh. 
I think that's kind time of, and maturity in the barrel. Yeah. There are a lot of people yeah. that believe well, that a smaller be a barrel can mature faster. Mm. And although it, it does get ready faster, it's not the same as more time in a larger barrel. It's yeah. just not. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I give it a solid two. All right, Mr. Happy. Well, you're up. Nice. Well, um, let me say, I, I kind of like what these guys are doing. It's different. It's uh, the ten the ten gallon American oak white barrels are, uh, are I, I I don't know that that's something they want to continue using, but I see why they're doing it. I understand it, and exactly as Brent said, the nose was promising. So let, let me address this first thing. So color, it's dark. It's all about color with it's you, dark. isn't it? It's you about racist color. Son it's of dark. A... It's dark. It's dark. It's dark. It's like Maury's heart. Uh, that's the wrong show. I don't have the Bane clip. Good. Sorry. It's uh, it's mm. it's dark like Maury's heart. Everybody knows Maury. He's good. The nose, Thank sweet, you. fruity pomegranate, just like Justin's breath. Stunning. <laughs> Stunning you. nose. Thank you very much. The palate. I'm suddenly s- uncomfortable. The palate <laughs> is slightly hot, like me. And then, <laughs> well, and I guess the that makes our naughty parts tingle. <laughs> the finish. The finish was complex. This is us. But I can only give it two sips. Seriously? Well, isn't that no, it was, nice? Not a, not it a single like, chuckle. It was, yeah. it was like, I worked like, for that. It was like well, waiting for the Yeah, waiting for the climax. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's what she said. Disappointed okay. once again, just like okay. my wife. Bob, tell yeah. us about the next one. <laughs> All right. The next one we've got is the 291 Barrel Proof Colorado Bourbon Whiskey. It's uh, 67.3 ABV. This comes from barrel number 149. Uh, this is their standard single barrel bourbon. It's made from mash of 80% corn, 19% malted rye, 1% malted barley. It's aged for less than two years in a new charred 10-gallon American white oak barrel finished with toasted aspen staves. Uh, this expression actually won double gold at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. So, let's give this one a little try. Mm-hmm. And that's not exactly a local backyard competition. No, no that's, that's, a, that's a big competition. competition. And again, this one, the nose on it, I find really, really nice. I mean, the nose on it. I'm getting some ripe tropical fruit in that. I'm getting some, you know, some rose petal. You know, it's definitely the nose is is lovely. But let's let's try the palate. Mm. And this has definitely got a little bit more flavor to it than the first one, but again, it it I, I think the nose is I, I think the nose is there and the palate is playing catch up. Um, it's a little bit astringent. Um, yeah, I'm definitely I'm, I'm getting just a little bit more tannin than I would you know, and again I think that's a result of the ten gallon barrels. You know, your your it's a surface to mass ratio that you're, 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 yeah you're, you're pulling out surface area you're pulling volume. out way too much of the tannin drinking um but uh you know well made i think if they put this in at least a 30 gallon barrel you know even even still that i think that would probably help 53 gallon barrel you know i'd love to see where this thing's gonna go um, a 53 gallon barrel you need like three years four years right? oh yeah at least that's what yeah. i'm saying if they well, put it, they put it in a 30 you know that might be a happy medium. They might be able to get it out, you know, a little bit quicker, but but you know, catch a little bit less of the small barrel, you know, Funk. issues. Um, you know, overall, 
uh, you know, it's got a, got a nice color to it. But you know, again, it's coming out of a 10-gallon barrel, so it's really extracting a lot out of the out of the barrel and out of the charcoal and that. So you're going to get a dark color pretty quick out of that. Um, heart. He has no heart. There's just that black void in his chest. Army skin. Um, it's not that dark. Yeah, I'll give it. A, I, I give this. He's darker than me. I give this a solid two. Isn't that nice? All right. Yeah, yeah, I've never, nice. I've never. It would be nice to visit this distillery because you'd like to see what their, what their plans are for the future if they are using some of these bigger barrels or, you know, or or how they're how they're doing it. But you know, that's what I would, uh, that's what I'd like to see in the future. But I have to agree with pretty much everything you said there. The nose is so promising. Gosh, when you get this nose, you just get this, this sweetness and this, and and then you just kind of you're just kind of left, uh, like after you taste it, you're just kind of left like. Where did all that flavor from the nose go? But yeah, I give it a, I'm gonna give it this, you know, a solid two sips. All right. Well, isn't that nice? What'd you think? I agree with Brent. Um, you? As I That's said. That's good old boy Maury. Would you sure? People, there's no video here. You gotta talk. The nose is lovely. Man. The nose is really nice. I love the fact that they're barreling, excuse me, bottling at uh, barrel proof. Uh, we love the high proof. Can't argue with 127.4%. We love that high proof. Yes, we do. Uh, but I agree. The, the It's young. It needs some maturity. Oh, thank you very much. I'm not sure it's not suffering a little bit from the small barrel uh, phenomenon. And uh, I'd love to see it with a little more time on it. Um, again, very nicely made. Uh, I think they've effort. got great... I think they've got mash, great, right? They're, they're yeah, they've got a job. great yeah. mash. Oh yeah, the nose it proves they got a good. They got mash fabulous packaging. I yeah. got to say, the packaging is fantastic, and uh, I love that everything's kind of hand labeled. This is bottle forty-eight of forty-eight, so they're getting forty-eight barrels uh, bottles out of this ten-gallon uh, barrel. Uh, again, double gold that uh, San Francisco is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, it's a well-made whiskey. I give yeah. it. Uh, Solid two sips, bordering on three. Yeah, that was me. It, it was well, sort of in the middle. What do you think, Jason? It definitely smells great. It does suffer from small barrel syndrome. It's got decent heat to it. Is that it. like small male part syndrome? <laughs> it's exactly like that. I've never heard of that. What's, what's, what's that all about? <laughs> Don't worry, worry Napoleon. <laughs> we'll get to you. That's why you married somebody with small hand syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> I have a mirror above the bed that says objects are actually yeah, larger than the Yeah, we are appear. not going to be having this show on NPR anymore. Mm -hmm. Just telling you. And I would love to have the white dog We're moving from PG to R-rated. Yeah. And if I just drank the white dog, I think I'd be really happy. What did you think, Harm? Well, um, kids, i got to agree with you. Uh, the nose was stunning. Uh, it was all about brown sugar and burnt vanilla and cherry, just like Brent's breath. That's, that was It was Brent's breath. That's when I breathe into your ear. Yeah, I know. And then, and the palate was hot, just like Brent's breath in my ear. Do you want to touch my monkey? <laughs> you guys are only when I'm breathing, in your, really when I'm breathing in your ear. The palate, it was a little hot, but I added some water. It was still peppery. The palate was, you know, just it just fell down. That's it wasn't there, and and it's I'm almost want to give it three three sips, but I just I think I still have to bring it down to two. Yeah, see, that was me. Yeah. I was, I was well, right. almost there. Yeah, yep. It's... Right. Well, that's nice. But what else you got? That's, yeah. What else you yeah. got? All right. Well, on to our next one. Maury, why don't you tell us about it? Thank you, Bob. The next product is the 291 
Bad Guy Colorado Bourbon Whiskey. Great name. Coming in at 59.7% ABV. And for you lawyers in the room, get out your calculator and you can calculate the proof. This expression is a four-grain whiskey with a mash bill of 59% corn, 29% malted wheat, 9% malted rye, and 3% beechwood smoked barley. I've never had that before. Anybody else had that? Never. Nope. Never. Never. So I love what they're doing that they've got uh, these malt. I mean, malted wheat is unusual. Malting the rye is unusual. This is a smoked barley. Uh, really interesting mash bill. The recipe came about as part of an experiment to pr- improve on their unaged white dog. After distilling, they felt it wasn't an improvement over their current product, but instead of throwing it out, they poured it into a barrel to age and see what they had. This expression received a rating of 96 in the 2018 edition of Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible. That's freaking impressive. Yeah, again, very impressive. So we're not talking about local backyard competitions. We're talking about uh, San Francisco World Spirits Competition, now Jim Murray. Uh, respectable sources. Again, I love the nose on this. Northern Harvest Rye. Stop it. The man fell down one time. Mm. Again, love the nose. Lots going on in the nose. Classic bourbon style. Um, I love the packaging. I love the labeling. Uh, the the old world style corks are really beautiful. The glass bottles are thick and heavy and, and really, really pretty. Um, again, the color is beautiful. Deep mahogany. It's got uh, a really nice mouthfeel to this one. This was really my favorite of all the things we've tried today. I really thought it uh, it had caramel, it had uh, toffee notes, it had a lot of things that you'd expect in a classic bourbon. Uh, it does have the aspen stave finish, where they're putting in these aspen uh, toasted staves in the barrel at the end. Uh, this particular one was aged 525 days in the uh, American oak barrel. Um, it's a really nice whiskey. I think it's very well made. I'd love to see it with a few more years of age. Perhaps again, as Bob said, in a 30-gallon 30, 30 barrel uh, with an extra couple of years on it. Again, love where it's going. Would love to visit both the place and revisit this whiskey in a couple of years. Gave it a solid three sips, bordering on four. All right. Interesting. Who wants to go next? I'll take this. Right. I, I agree. This one... This one, you can tell right off the bat that it was aged longer. You know, I yeah. mean, it was clearly it was clearly showed that it was aged longer and that they did something different to it. And obviously, all the different uh, expressions. Yeah, the mash bill is crazy. Different. Yeah, the mash wood is the mash bill um, is uh, is completely different than anything we've ever had before. And you know, but but um, you know, I have to agree everything what you said about it. But I, I think the longer this ages, I think if they do this again. It, Maybe in a larger barrel, maybe a little bit longer. It'll even improve more than that, more than where it is right now. And I can see that transgressing in the future. But um, yeah, right now I enjoy it. It's a three sips. Yeah, I don't really get much smoke on it. Interesting that they used a smoked barley. Uh, it's only three well, percent of the mash. Very but it's slight. Smoke. It's beechwood smoked. It's yeah. not peat smoke. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. So. But the point is, you're not really getting anything smoky. Hmm. No, it's not. No, well, not, not like. Here's I the thing: it's it's, it's beechwood smoke, and it's three percent of the mash bill. Yeah, exactly. so it's it's very very smooth. So yeah, you're not going to pick up a lot. I mean, I can definitely tell it's there, but it's, yeah, it's it's subtle. Yeah, if you didn't know it was there, you'd have a hard time finding it. That's yeah. I, That's I'll what she that. said. 
the malted, malted barley <laughs> really comes out. That's what your wife says all the time. PG-13, Malted boy. wheat, rather, comes a lot more than the beech wood. So, Justin, yeah. did, did you did give a review of this one yet or no? No. No, He's not yet. Right right now. Now. He's doing it right now. Was that, so, that was his thing? Who remembers what beer was beechwood aged? Budweiser. That's right. So, I couldn't detect any similarity between the beechwood <laughs> aging of the Budweiser and this expression. Oh, dear Lord. I just want to smack you right now. Where is he going with this? But the malted wheat really came out. Have you heard of censorship? You weren't even born with the sense God gave the common dog. What movie is that from? I think the malt really helped this. No way! And I gave it three sips. You know, I tried this and Budweiser's got bubbles in it. And this doesn't have bubbles. So I don't know. Yeah. Not yellow like my bud, before or after. If, if yours is yellow, <laughs> as brown as you are, uh, I bud, think I'd get that checked out. The Budweiser. Oh, the Budweiser. Hermie, what I do you say bud, about this? Not, you know. What do you say about this? One? What I what I gotta say about this, Brent, is it smells like it smells like Bob's breath. It's <laughs> you know you you know you have a lot of breathing breath. on you is yeah. all I can tell you. All I'm you know, saying is you guys are, you guys are awfully friendly Bob. after the show's over. Don't <laughs> 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 touch my monkey. <laughs> it uh, exactly as more Maury said. This had more bourbon well, character, right? Well, I guess right? that makes our naughty parts tingle. Well, if you pour it on your naughty parts, they will tingle. Well, it is high proof. Yeah, it, it is high proof. Right. It's a high ABV. Obviously, harm prepared for the show. I did. <laughs> I'm just saying, Maury, uh, Maury said it had it hit it right on the head with the, bur- the bourbon notes. There's more bourbon notes here, and then, but what I what I what struck me, he didn't notice, he didn't mention was tropical fruit, and that's where I got, you know, Bob's breath. A lot of tropical <laughs> fruit in here. <laughs> I do live in South Florida. <laughs> Little pineapple. I got some some candy like a pineapple. Chimp. I live on mangoes and bananas and <laughs> you know carambola fruit. Yeah. And I, I call them, why nobody calls them star fruit anymore. What's with the carambola? We're all fancy. It's carambola. Star fruit, man. It was always a carambola. It was fruit. a star fruit. Whatever. Yeah, even it city was very boy. tropical, brown sugar, and there was a slight hint of smoke. Like Bob had just had a cigarette about an hour ago. You anyway. smoked a banana. You and Bob were doing the naughty, and yeah, now he had a cigarette. High school guidance She said I'd never amount to anything. And said I was crazy, was but she was smoking a banana. So was he with you before, Maury? No, definitely not. Harm must be recounting boarding no. school. Anyways, all right, what's your rating? I gave it three sips. Yeah. It was all right. I liked it. Bob, did you rate it? I thought it was, so far, it's the best one we've had. I thought it was That's very well I put together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'd give it a 96 like Jim Murray, but I absolutely agree. It, it, it's very well made. But this I, one, I actually, I, I like this one. And I, he's a good drink. And he's right. I will, give him, I will give him his props on this. I definitely pick up a lot of tropical fruit, and I can, I can taste the, the barley. So three sips. There you Interesting. Go. Hey, and we're back, and we are tasting whiskey from Distillery 291 out of Colorado. So yeah, man. We it's are. No, so, it's distillery out of Colorado. Oh, it's not yeah. the other thing. Oh, okay, yeah, it's just yeah. nice. Not dispensary. Put that card back on your wallet. It's not dispensary. It's distillery. Distillery, right? Yeah, well, you don't need a dispensary world. anymore in Colorado. <laughs> it's interesting how you know that. <laughs> I've right. actually had employees leave me to move to Colorado. Literally. I wonder Trust why me. they're leaving you. They were leaving. They were leaving for plenty of other uh, reasons. Yeah, yeah. Other that, yeah. All right, so we're up to our next whiskey, so we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. Our next product is the 291 East 
E. 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 Colorado whiskey. E is for experimental, not east. Yeah, go ahead. Justin's <laughs> reading like hold it's on. a street wait, in Fort Lauderdale. Hold on. Wait, wait. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you weren't even born with the sense God gave the common dog. <laughs> okay, go ahead. That's one. We have it's to use, just say that for the best show. <laughs> alcohol by volume. This is a one-off experimental release using their standard rye recipe in s- of 61% malted rye and 39% corn. Half the grain was cooked up with the temperature being increased during mashing. The other half was cooked down with descending temperatures during mashing. Aged for 405 days in new charred 10-gallon American white oak barrels and finished with toasted aspen staves. So they're What's an aspen stave? The mash, not so much with the... Uh, a strip they're of stuck aspen with that 10 wood. Yeah, they're stuck with the, 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 yeah, they're not experimenting with the gallons of the the size the barrel, of the barrel size or the aspen yeah. finish. Mm. They're playing yeah. with the mash bills, and this 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 is inter- very interesting how they're they're changing how the the uh, grains are cooked while they're doing the mashing. It's yeah, cool. I, I will give them credit on that one. I've never heard of anybody you know build change it. I mean, you build it up to a to a temperature and then you hold it generally. Yeah. But I've never heard anybody building it up up up. You know, or they're doing the reverse. Well, you're affecting it up and the yeast. It back down. Yeah, you're yeah. Just, just like uh, you know when uh, well, you're not when wine yeast. makers will do that. You know, no, 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 no. This no. is only during the mash. That's during not the mash. They don't put the yeast till after right. that. That's fermentation. Yeah. No, 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 this no, is no. mashing. This is the cook. The right. yeast is during fermentation. Yeah. yeah, and the cook made it nice and balanced. Um, originally, the nose on it was awful, but I actually took the Glen Cairn at Bob's advice, shook it violently. You put your hand over the put glass. My hand before you over sh- the glass before you shake it. Otherwise, it's gonna be yeah. covered. It'll be all over, yeah. all over the cave. And then it was pretty good after that. It just um, needs air. It needed air. I gave it. I I got tropical fruit on this one as well. And it has a nice long finish. I gave it three sips. All right. You see, this is the one that he was having the nose, and he was he was like, I can't. The nose is. You see. Told you. You, you laugh at me it. when I shake it. You fixed it. Well, All right, Maury, what do you think? No, no, wait, wait. Let, let me jump in here because I, well, I go ahead, Harmy. Because of this, because of exactly what ju- you told Justin to, do, I want to follow up. Sorry, I, I was just like Justin. I thought it was just really unpleasant. I was ready to give it one sip till I did what Justin did with shake it up when you when you told us about that, and the tropical fruit came out. Yep. So, and I will agree with him now. I, I, I give it two sips easily. You'll do what Justin did. And who told Justin? Well, isn't that Well, wrong? we can't give you credit, Bob, because <laughs> you don't have the sense God gave a common... Was it? Dog. Dog, Dog. yeah. <laughs> well, they all knew that. <laughs> do you want to touch my monkey? Yeah. <laughs> all right, Maury, yes. what did you think? Well, I'm going to echo some of the things that Harmeet has said. I didn't say agree. I, didn't say I said I echo. just said what Justin said. <laughs> Uh, it had a really unusually funky nose. I mean, when like we first one sip it. nose until we shook it up. Like riding too much time on a train in a Southeast Asian country. You said people Indian. People haven't bathed in quite <laughs> some time. Um, but with a little bit of aeration and shake, the uh, nose definitely improved. And uh, the palate actually improved as well. Yeah. Again, it benefited from air. It's got some nice flavors. It's definitely got some tropical fruit. You've got a little brown sugar, a little vanilla, a little toffee. Uh, I think it's a nice whiskey. Um, like I said, it was very uh, apparent when I first poured it in the glass that it was going to be, ooh. That was funk. It, it was, was some it major was, funk yeah. on that. Yeah. 
But uh, in the end, I think it uh, it shaped up very nicely. I gave it a solid three sips. All right. Brent, what did you think? Well, the interesting part to me about this is that they just won uh, four, four and five days, so just over a year. And that's why I keep going back to I would like to see this in a larger barrel over a longer period of time. You know, just... They just, seem pretty married to that 10-gallon Aspen fish. Yeah, they, they are. They are married to it. And I think that that might be... that Time that, for a divorce? Yeah, it might be time for a divorce. It might be time for them to move on. When they're experimenting, they may want to experiment with a larger barrel. So you're saying they should start swinging? Swinging. Okay. Okay. Swinging. <laughs> swinging with a little bit bigger thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I guess that makes our naughty part tingle. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. I was actually going to get to play these three sound effects the entire show. I just <laughs> thought they were funny. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, but um, uh, it's just, it's just okay. I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, downplay it for what it is. It's a nice experimental, you know, and that's what it is, an experimental. I don't think that they're going to go back to this unless they do something different to it in the future. And because of that, I'm going to give it two sips. Well, I'm going to be contrary for a moment and tell you that I think something is amiss. We have said 10-gallon barrels, and you guys mentioned four or five days in a charred 10-gallon barrel. All the 10-gallon barrel bottlings had about 48 bottles. This is bottle number 153 of 198. I would argue that this is closer to a 50-gallon barrel. Well, with you can argue bottles. all you want. I took this directly off their website. Just because it says number, I don't think that's a single barrel product. It's a batch. A batch. A batch. Yeah. 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 So it's so, okay. Is that the batch? Yeah, Bob Burns. Right. Yeah. So a batch of 198. Yeah. Yeah. They probably put probably put four barrels together. Well, none of these are labeled as single-barrel products. But they've clearly been small batches of 48 bottles, and most if of it's them. a 48, if it's less than 48 bottles in one barrel, that's messed up. Yeah, that's, that's what you get when you got tiny little barrels. It's an expensive way to make whiskey too. Yeah, well, I mean, you well, pay ten I mean, gallon barrel. That, is 50 I think bottles. that's I think that's why they're doing it in in the time frame that they're doing it is trying to get their money back as quick as possible. Um, you know. Well, it's just it's a way to get your product out. You know. That, yeah. Definitely. Yes. Um, this also says on the label "Barrel Select for the Stanley." I don't know who or where the Stanley is, but apparently this was a barrel that was selected for them. Yeah, that's what I'm so. telling you. It's ten gallon barrels. That's what they've got. So, all right, move on to the next one. Brent, you're up for the next. One. Okay, our next product is the uh, 291E Colorado Whiskey Batch Number Two. It's a 63.4 ABV, so 126.8 for those mathematicians out there. Uh, proof. Uh, this is this is a one-off experimental release using their standard bourbon recipe of 80% corn, 19% malted, and 1% malted barley. Half the grain was cooked up with the temperature being increased during mashing. The other half was cooked down with descending temperatures during mashing. Aged for 333 days in new charred 10-gallon American oak, American white oak barrels, and finished with toast and aspen staves. So it's still with the, still with the toasted aspen staves, and I think that's what, you know, when you get when I get the nose on these, I think that's what's really given us the sweetness that mm. that those toasted aspen staves. I think those are what's really giving us our nose. Yeah, uh, you know, it's really affecting our nose. Well, I think they tied into that. I think they enjoy, you know, that 
that's a flavor profile they like, and I think they're using that sort of as yeah, know, and as, I, as their style. Which yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's got to have you know that hook. So yep, yeah. They could certainly do worse. Yeah. Again, this is just it's just aged under a year, mm-hmm. and I think that because I'll tell you, if you're getting that nose out, out of this by putting those asthma staves in, yeah. I, I'd say stick with it. Oh you know, gosh. Oh my is, gosh. The for sure the, nose the sweetness. On all of them is great. The nose is just the nose on this is. Uh, you know, it's so, so much potential with the nose. And, you know, you get the cherries, you get the fruit. It's just delicious. And then when you get the palate, you get the cherries, but it's a little bit muted. Everything's a little bit muted. Um, get a nice medium finish to it. It's, I like it better than the experimental number one. But I, I just think that, you know, as an experimental, you know, it needs it needs to do some, something different with it besides... Uh, and I, you know, but I'm going to give it a solid two sips. All right. What do you think, Maury? Well, isn't that nice? I'm going to echo what Brent said. I personally preferred uh, experiment number one, and actually, as we'll soon hear, experiment number three over number two. Um, this one just didn't really jump out at me. I love the nose. I think experiment number one was disappointing at first. That, that air at the end, like right. Bob was saying, that really yep. did it. Right. You try with and sometimes two? you'll get that. That's yeah. the strangest thing. Is, all you know, of these things, all these expressions benefited from a tremendous amount of air. And uh, I would love to do a little comparison of these expressions with, uh, say, Venturi before and after. Yeah, yeah, the, the spirits Venturi. Double Venturi and then uh, and then try it to try to standardize that. Um, again, nicely made whiskey. Um, really can't say anything bad about it other than maybe needs a little more time, maybe a slightly larger barrel. Uh, I gave it a solid two sips. Well, man, hold on. I'm drinking. I'm not ready. Not ready. All you do is push a button, man. Well, That's your one job. You got one job, Bob. You push a button. Eleven jobs here. He's one job, Bob. One what? job, Bob. No, he's he's the. He's what do you think, Justin? He's the show producer. I got a lot of burnt caramel on the nose, and it is. You could definitely tell it's a very high rye whiskey. It was fiery. The finish was long. But it wasn't well balanced or fine, but and it wasn't high rye either. Yeah, yeah it was no. more like a corn whiskey. Yeah, you know, with the, with eighty percent corn. It's the malted. It's, it's the malting of the rye that's throwing you off. Yeah, a ton of fire. Rye. Yeah, it's malted, man. It's malted. I gave it two sips. All right. Arm. Loquacious as ever. Well, isn't that nice, sir? Let me tell you something. Tell us. Let me tell you. Tell us. It's sweet. It's creamy. It. It's creme brulee with a slight bit of smoke. So, I mean, this was actually, I thought it was a big improvement over batch one. I, I disagree with Maury on this one. And I feel better now because I usually disagree with Maury. I think. I mean, there you go. In my heart, I, you know, I should Thank disagree God. with Maury. But <laughs> the last few shows, I've been agreeing with Maury. It's hurting me. It's hurting you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, only, it's only 11 months in the barrel. And that's, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's, I don't. I don't know. I've never. I don't know that you can get all the flavor out of something, you know. But I guess a ten-gallon barrel. They just figure they get all the flavor. They got all the flavor out of it. That they and also, could. this aspen stave thing is really like you said, Brent. Is uh, again, I'm agreeing with you. Now, what's going on, man? I'm agreeing with you. At least I'm disagreeing with more. It's good. But you know, but the aspen stave, it's adding some of that fruitiness, I think. And there's like a green note to it. It's it's very interesting, and I I, I want to like it more than I do. That's the problem. 
the palate doesn't follow through. All of these whiskeys for me, I think the nose was so much better than And the, the color is beautiful. It's oh, just gorgeous. deep mahogany like, color. Yeah. Wow. That's Sure, sure. Barrel. You like everything dark when it's whiskey. I know That's you right. He likes a lot of chocolate delight. I'm just saying. Right. I guess he's the only one that hasn't breathed in your ear today. Mm. <laughs> What's your rating? I give, I give it two sips. All right. Well, guess what? You get to review the last one. Well, All right. isn't that nice? This one is a slight departure. Well, more than a slight departure. This is 100% malted rye for the mash bill, for one thing. This is our this product is the 291E Colorado Whiskey Batch Number 3, 62.3% alcohol, alcohol by volume, 100% malted rye, 291 days, and new 10. Like, I'm not going to say it again. Yeah, it's the same you know, thing. It's the same, same yeah. thing. So, color, same, beautiful mahogany. Now, the nose on this was... Freaking beautiful brown sugar, pomegranate, flowers. I mean, this, I don't know what what's what, like white flowers and, and a little tiny hint of uh, citrus getting, at the end there. I'm getting a little coffee on the bottom note, like real, like sweet coffee. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's like this really sugary, yeah, sugary it's coffee. Really so, sugary. Yeah, yeah, you get so like, much like, sweetness off it. So much sweetness. Like a Cuban coffee, yeah. Citrus and flowers. Mm. It's gorgeous. The palette, though, was still green, and that greenness, I think, is coming from those aspen staves. And when I put the water in, that's when I got some more stuff. I put a few, few, few drops of water in this one. More fruit came up. I got loads of citrus with the water, and the finish was pretty long. Mm. Mm. Now, as I'm talking about that, the water bottles will be passed around the table, baby. Nobody wants to try stuff like I talked about. But water. Last time you wanted to try stuff, it involved. Well, oil and I still remember your breath. Oil and a toga. I still remember your breath. <laughs> The horror. <laughs> the horror. The horror. Horror. Whatever. The, this whiskey was really, I think, was uh, one of my favorites tonight. And I, and I definitely give it three sips. Easy. Bob, do you want to talk about it or you, 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 you want to pass it off to somebody else because you're the producer? Well. Bob's Mr. Producer. He's got a button to press. He finally pressed the button. I said three sips like a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one, of the experimentals, this one was definitely my favorite. And it, again, like all the rest of them, the nose on it was phenomenal. Um, I think of the three experimentals, this this definitely had oh, the best, the best nose. one. Um, and it does benefit from a touch of water. I will give Mr. Happy his due. Um, definitely. It definitely I salute gives you. It, it definitely gives it a, uh, you know, it, it takes down some of the tannin and definitely brings some more flavor out. You know, I give it a solid three. What do you guys think? Interesting. Yeah. I, th I think because this is a, a malted rye, this is a rye that I don't think it's as, that the barrel is affected as much as it does if it's a corn-based or, you know, or, or the... Or so it's unmalted yeah. rye is a different thing. Unmalted yeah. rye is much more uh, flowery, much yeah. more peppery. Right, 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 right. It's, it's so, so perfumey, though. Yeah, oh, my exactly. God. It's like you bouquet know, so of it's, flowers in your mouth. This yeah. is market, a market yeah. departure from all yeah. the other expressions um, with the I rye. Still, yeah. I'm still going to give this one, though. I, I You know, I like where they're going, but I'm just going to give this one a two sips. All right. Maury? Well, isn't that nice? I gave it three sips. I love where it's going. I love the rye. I love the perfuminess. I love the nose. I thought with a little bit of water really opened up the palate nicely and uh, very well made. Love to revisit it again in a little more time. But uh, one of my favorites of the day. What's your number? Three sips. Jason, number? Three sips. Interesting. All right. Well, I think we can all agree that they're uh, on the right they're, track. They're on the right track, especially on the nose. Man, just don't change that. 
They've, they've got something here with the, their mash bills that they're doing. Yep, that's they've all the time. Them. That's all the time we have today. Do we? I heard the music, man. I didn't we care. Hope, we hope I you just enjoyed. don't care anymore. Shut up. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You catch all of our episodes online as well on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Be sure to tap subscribe, and the show will always be on your phone. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at SipSudSmoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll be able to interact with all the thousands of other fans on these social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, that's a big help to us. And you can see your feedback. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. It's a pleasure. I'm going to have to use my uh, snowshoes to get out of here. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. I love what you did with the basement today. Thank you, Justin. Thank you so much, Bob. Great day in the cave. Thank you, Mr. Happy. I want to thank you, Bob. I really enjoyed drinking your whiskey. Put the phone down. And us breathing in his ear. That's my wife texting me, asking me where I am at 3 in the morning. For sips and smokes. I can tell her I'm whiskey with you guys. For sips and smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Tanhan production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.